0: P A
1: P E R
0: A D I O. Paper
1: radio.
2: Paper radio.
0: Paper. Stories that talk.
2: It's kind of like if you were coming here today and expecting to see us
0: and then.
1: And two actors, it Somebody
0: else with the hairdo and stuff. They're always coming up with new ways to explain it for people.
1: That's actually a quite common question that people ask as well, do I recognise myself in a mirror? And the simple answer is, no, I don't.
0: But it's a hard thing to get your head around. Which is maybe why they decided to do it this way. To tell everyone they cared about, all at the one time. (laughs)
2: Like
0: any wedding, Cassie and Johns began with family and friends gathered together. Des was at home in the yard and they walked in together. Cassie in bright red heels, John with a red tie and a flower girl dressed as a ladybird who scattered petals as the guests started up with their party whistles. All of you here today are very special people in John and Cassie, The celebrant began the usual ceremony and and then there was this sort of announcement. John doesn't remember when he first met Cass and sometimes doesn't even recognize
2: her in the street. John has dyslexia and the related condition prosopagnosia, also known as face blindness.
1: None of my aunts knew. uh, A lot of my friends didn't know. And they came up to me afterwards at the wedding and said, ''Oh, I didn't know that about you.'' And that sort of explains a lot.
0: Face blindness is a condition that affects a person's ability to recognise faces. We all have trouble putting a name to a face sometimes... But John's case is more serious. Like he said, he doesn't recognise his own face, let alone anyone else's. But it's not really a type of blindness. John can see your face perfectly well, but his brain doesn't match the image of your face with the feelings of recognition and familiarity we usually have when we see a friend.
1: Because there's sort of two elements to it. Is One is... The actual recognition itself and the going, yes, I know this person. And then one is the emotional side of it. So the, the logical side might be going, yes, I know this person. And
2: they're meant to be here at this time they're and place. They're meant to be here at they're this time
1: in- and place. But the emotional side is going, that wasn't what I was expecting. I'm freaked out. The major example I have is when um, I saw my mum crying.
2: She's crying because grandma's died.
1: Mm. And when someone cries, their face becomes quite different and they hold themselves differently. And my intellectual side was going, that must be my mum because she just came into this room. That's her sweater, that's her hair, all of that stuff. But my emotional side is sort of going, who is this woman in my house? I've got to comfort her and find out what's going on because I'm really freaked out now. I think that was probably the most sort of surreal experience because the intellectual side was so certain, but it was so much overruled by the emotional side.
0: Whenever John sees someone he knows, the act of recognising them is kind of a puzzle, and it can be different each time which elements will click.
1: Because sometimes, like, I'll see the person I'm meeting walking for ages and so the walk is them. and then sometimes it won't be until they speak and sometimes it won't be until they speak and say a specific words or I
2: think you had that with my sister her laugh or something wasn't it yeah it's like oh it's Alison she just did the laugh kind of thing yeah
1: my my sort of worst performances are always when someone comes up to me completely randomly out of the blue and goes hi John how are you going how's that thing blah 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 It's not until the next week that I'll go, Oh, that was that person? Yeah. Because it's so out of context and so from left field. Like, my brain hasn't got the face to, to build things around.
0: Over time, John's found ways of adjusting and coping with this. Things he's worked out on his own, mostly by trial and error. He was diagnosed with dyslexia as a kid, but no one, including John, guessed he had face blindness as well. They didn't know what face blindness even was until John happened to read an article about it a few years back. He showed it to his dad and said that explains a lot. I've got face blindness.
1: As far as face blindness goes, I didn't really know what was happening because I knew my own experience. I just didn't have any sort of frame of reference to hang on. I didn't have very many friends and I had lots of instances of confusion and like, I went to a birthday party of a quite close friend from um, primary school and I ended up giving the birthday present to the guy's little brother. And it doesn't and go down, well. It was really embarrassing, you know. And, like, at that time, I didn't know about face blindness, so, and they just thought I was complete weirdo. <laughs> what did you
0: think?
1: Well, I just thought I was a complete weirdo as well. <laughs>
0: While the science of face blindness is not entirely settled, scientists are starting to learn more about it. We know there are some cases in which face blindness is acquired, so an illness or an injury to the brain causes the condition to develop. But for others like John, who were born with it, the answer is probably in his genes. In cases like this, called congenital prosopagnosia, it's especially hard to detect. How can you know, especially as a kid, if your experience of the world is the same as everyone else's.
1: In primary school, I had a friend. His mother had decided to move him to a different school because I was his only friend. But um, he came up to tell me that he was moving away. And it wasn't until he'd gone away that I sort of realised what was going on, sort of.
2: Oh, I um, mean when he came up to say goodbye?
1: Yeah. And so I think I probably went, oh, well, bye. goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: because you probably didn't even know who he was when he came up to say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I didn't know what was going on at that stage, but that was a, a bit of a freaky thing. But like looking back on it through the lens of what I know now, it makes a lot more sense. But yeah, it was... Um, kind of sad. <laughs> I've had some terrible experiences going on sort of dates and giving the flowers to the wrong person or um, arranged to meet someone somewhere and then just walk straight past them when they were there. And gave the
2: flowers to the girl's sister. It's sort of like an updated version of the brother <laughs> and the birthday party.
1: <laughs> Those sorts of things just, like, they make me feel absolutely hideous. And so it's, it's obviously been quite difficult to form relationships. So I guess I'm really lucky to have someone, like, Cass.
0: <laughs> but it wasn't always easy with Cassie either. They got together a couple of years ago when Cassie threw a party and invited a lot of the people she was friends with on Facebook, including some she'd met working at a local festival. And
2: something made me invite you, so I must have thought that it would be good if you came to the party.
1: Before I go out to a party like that, I, I sort of almost brief myself. I expect to meet people in this sort of... Circle of operations, I guess.
2: Say so a bit about how you almost turned back.
1: <laughs> I printed out directions to the party and was walking there, and then I thought I'd lost my way slightly, and I thought if I don't find my way in the next five minutes, I'm going to turn back and just go back home.
2: But it was from being like,
1: but from anxious being, to go
2: to the party, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: from being anxious and nervous about going to the party and meeting new people and all of that stuff. It's
2: quite. I think it was a good party, a lot of people came, including john and um it was just a good night and then towards the end people started to leave and i must have thought that john was somebody that might be interesting to talk to
1: i've never really been good at sort of reading signs i have had instances where people have gone i think i have to kiss you now and that's
2: seemingly out of the blue
1: seemingly out of the blue but apparently they've been like dropping hints all night
2: but i didn't do that
1: (laughs) but yeah that didn't happen
2: I remember yeah. you using the phrase, I'm severely dyslexic. Yes. And as part of that, and because I've heard him say it like a lot of times, yeah. you know, to people, like, yeah. it's like a line it's a sort or of something.
1: Classic introduction line. Yeah. What's the line? I'm severely dyslexic, and as part of that, I have a condition called face blindness, which means that I have difficulty forming memories of people's faces.
2: And then I remember like trying to figure out how to send the initial text to make sure he knew who I was and all this kind of stuff. And then when we had our initial kind of second date t- type thing, it was just then I experienced not being recognised for the first time and that he'd spent the night at my place and everything and then that he just didn't know who I was kind of thing. It was just, like, really difficult to get your head around. Yeah. It's a, like that I was this complete stranger.
1: Yeah, but only for the first time little bit.
2: Yeah, but it felt as if that meant that he didn't, you know, care to remember, you know, or or somehow that if you can't remember someone, you can't can't ever have seen them in the first place. So
1: there's a lot of, like, emotional stuff that gets mixed up with the... The face. The face.
0: For Cassie, and for all of John's friends, really, there's a period of adjustment, a series of questions. Do we all look the same to you? Do we look grotesque?
1: Do I look like a loon? Yes.
0: <laughs> or like a blank.
2: Um, like a
1: blank face.
2: Yeah. Does everyone look the same? I don't think I've quite dealt with it. <laughs> it comes up periodically. Like, say, I get all dressed up or something, and I want you to definitely have noticed or something. But I don't reckon that that's a big thing that you notice. Mm-hmm. Like the first time you saw me, like fully made up or something. It wasn't such a case of like you know you going oh wow you're gorgeous. It was more like me going oh shit you can't I look different don't I and yeah. and you going admitting that yes I did and all that. Yeah. So yeah I don't know if that's been fully resolved. Mm. I still I'm still sometimes confused about how it works and yeah.
1: stuff. Even because, I'm confused about how it works.
2: <laughs> yeah. But. But. I, I mean I've definitely come from a place of being prejudiced. I'm I'm way more accepting but I think it has been this sort of process over time of um, grief in a way like that started when we got together and I cried because he couldn't recognise me through to being kind of appalled and outraged that I might have the possibility of having a kid that wouldn't recognise me you know but through to just that all being okay. You know, if that's the worst mm. thing that and it's we have to face kind like. of thing, it's not very bad, you know. Like, it doesn't seem like a hideous cross to bear or something like that. Mm. Like, it just... Yeah, and, and it sounds really corny, but we're just, like, different from each other, and so...
1: Yeah. Like, sometimes I wish that I was better at things or that I could do things that I can't do, but I never wish that, like, I wasn't who I am because it's it's definitely part of who I am. (laughs) You're listening to Paper Radio. The story you just listened to was called Have We Met? and it was produced by reporter Sonia Dekian and myself, John Shear. Cover art comes from Heath Killen. This episode was a co-production between Paper Radio and Radio National's Creative Audio Unit with much needed and much appreciated support from the Ian Reid Foundation and Creative Victoria's VicArts Grant Program. We tweet at Paper Radio and we're on Facebook too. As always, we'd love for you to visit paperradio.net and hear all of our stories, factual and fantastical. And if you consider yourself a fan, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes. Tell your neighbours. Share on your internet. Thanks for your minutes.